Hola, Filterinos, and welcome to the Pop Filter Podcast, the progenitor of the superhero show, show nay, hour, hour, movie of the year, Netflix, and doing bits. This is the only podcast conglomerate with the science and the scream to determine what the greatest piece of pop culture has been for the entire existence. <laughs> well, movie of the year is currently covering 1975, the superhero show shows, digging into the comic book based shows out currently. In these bonus shows, we are celebrating 10 years of your pop filter by figuring out the best new albums, TV comedies, TV dramas, and movies from 2011 2020. The new ones from that decade, mind you. Tonight, we're focused on pop culture entity of those 10 years i'm your host co-founder mike gravano and with me as always is ryan it's crazy how when you talk that fast your face gets very red for you and yet you become a normal me we're the same color now <laughs> it's because you're ginger that hasn't been brought up on these shows yeah did you know that <laughs> i'm uh, that novocaine does not work on me <laughs> i've heard that mm-hmm. the, uh, a fun thing uh people like to point out is uh you are allergic to ginger and you're a redhead my favorite color is purple, and everything I own is purple, and I'm allergic to lavender. Yeah. Oh. What a wacky the things, pair. The things we are kill us, and isn't that America? Hey, Mike, real quick, if I could, um, what a decade it's been. and What a decade it's been. You haven't won a bracket, but if you had, you'd be my favorite uh, thing from the last 10 years. Thank you. Oh, That's oh beautiful. That was so sweet. Yeah. I I and think every it bracket sucks. I've given <laughs> people. Okay, that's my internal monologue. <laughs> uh, every bracket I gave people, all our panels had, they got to submit. Nobody ever said Mike. And I know I'm not an album or a TV show, but it would have been nice. It feels like an oversight yeah. now. Yeah. I know I'm one of the few real people in the Pop Filter Hall of Fame, but it's not enough for this bottomless pit of need. Also, it's not, not a big deal. And I, 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 di- I deeply meant what i said but after we record this we're going to record the mixtape of the decade and we only get three songs and if i could get a fourth song that would be great uh (laughs) it's not not why i said that but uh oh man that would be one way to pay me back for saying the really a better argument would have been to not bring up that at all and i would just had warm feelings for ryan and maybe you fucking idiot ryan what defines pop culture to you in the last 10 years oh my goodness i i really do think that uh if i had to define pop culture there's so many people that i look back on jeffrey tambor louis ck uh harvey huh. weinstein but the people who really made pop culture for me were i don't know mike if i could just run down my top seven best friends of all time do it. Just, Run it down. Of course you, plus Greg, plus Taylor, plus Cassie, plus McKenna, plus Caitlin, plus Taylor. That's what I think pop culture is, is uh, having <laughs> a uh, format, uh, uh, a platform to discuss what I love about pop culture and then in turn what I love about all of them. And it's not that I love them more than you, Mike. I love you more. And again, I'm hoping for a fourth song on the... On the mixtape, but um, I had forgotten. I had forgotten. Now I know it's tit for tat, and I don't like none no, of no, that. No, no, no. It's but that is what pop culture means to me. Is just uh, lies. We <laughs> <laughs> we now have these ways to discuss what we love with the people that we love. All these people we love are here. Let's introduce them one by one, so it's not a chaotic mess. Your sometimes host and always panelist of move the year is Greg. Hey. Define. In one sentence, pop culture of the last 10 years. The scandals became very unfun. It used to be part of like following pop culture. It used to be, uh, you know, like, oh, what are these zany people getting up to in their free time? And now it's like, oh, that that's what they're getting up to. Okay. That's what you're up to? You <laughs> fucking decadent seems, fuck. Seems really bad. Seems like you shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. So I, I miss like, you know, I guess now we have like cool scandals, like white celebrities who refuse to bathe. 
I think we need more that of is, those That is for the next, the next decade, decade, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we don't bathe them. We don't bathe their kids. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> we all stink. <laughs> we also have the host of the Superhero Show show, Cassie Davis. What's up? Do you need me to describe the whole decade in one word? Just you want to, yeah. You want no, a do it decade in one, word. in one word? I Greg had a sentence. You get a word. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Asking you, she get did it. it. <laughs> Your host of Root Beer Reviews. We have in one flavor. Taylor, describe pop culture the last ten years. Mm, godless. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flavor. Uh, yeah. It's a bit like tarragon. <laughs> Over from the unnatural 20s, our friendly, friendly friend, we got in one sound, Caitlin will describe the decade of the last 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) And also from the unnatural 20s, we have describing in a book of the last 10 years, books. Shit, I can't only think of books I like uh, right (laughs) now. I think uh, Chaos Walking. (laughs) That That is one great book. Two, I think covers the last 10 years. We, over this summer, summer 2021, we have created the best album of 2011 to 2020, the best TV drama, best TV comedy, and best movie. Tonight, there will only be one winner to rule them all. Are you all ready to just dive in? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Round one. Battle one. It's your album of the decade, Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Versus your TV comedy of the decade, Happy Endings. Which what? piece of art more captured <laughs> what it means to be pop culture? I Listen, I think we all know. We, we can dance around the bush all you want. Like, I'll let Mike host this, but I think we all know where this goes. It's Happy Endings. It's Happy Endings. It might be split. So Taylor, argue for To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, okay, so um, if I go down the street and I talk about Kendrick's To Pimp a Butterfly, everyone will be like, yeah, absolutely. I remember exactly where I was when that album came out. If I ask people about the show Happy Endings, 80% of the people I talk to are going to be like, I don't know what that is. That's so low guess, man. <laughs> I think it's 95% of people you talk to. It's the show people it. pass over on Hulu when they're trying to get to yeah. the show that they want to watch. That's how they know it. <laughs> And Passover on HBO Max now. And it's Netflix. climbing on all of the streaming services and Netflix. You can pass over in numerous places. But that this might be an opportunity, right? Because then fans of this show can get out ahead of all the crazy happy endings discourse there's mm-hmm. going to be on Twitter. And so now is the time to think about doing that. And wouldn't we contribute a lot to that discourse by saying that this show was better than one of the greatest albums of all time? <laughs> wouldn't that be a great sort of like shot across the bow of the discourse? Uh, Happy Endings has its speed bumps, right? It's not a perfect show, yeah. uh, but it's not perfect. Nearly. Is it racist? Maybe. It's commenting on racism. <laughs> when it's not perfect, it's because of how fucking white it is. Yeah. So uh, this is a lot. It's a very white, very straight show. Mm. Uh, even for a show... Even with Max? Yeah. 
Mac, uh, especially the straightest guy on the show is Mac. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it, it really does solve the problem of like, well, none of us are are gay, so we don't know how to write for this character. It's like, well, just make him like one of us, just a dude. But most farts. I see that argument, but I'll also raise you: every other gay guy who's been on TV is like, I'm the funny best friend. And then when they bring and when they bring that guy in, the show really kicks it to another gear. No, it's it, it's well, they very purposely like this is what you said you wanted, people. This is. We are say like I, Maxes exist in the world. I've met many a Max in my life. Yeah. They are quote unquote a straight dude. They just like dick. It's the reverse Mike, is what some people call it. <laughs> a gay dude who doesn't like dick. Yes. <laughs> I was just clearing it up for everybody at home. <laughs> Thank but you. But to Pippa Butterfly feels like bigger than music, and happy endings doesn't feel bigger than comedy to me. Yeah, I don't know that. Happy Endings is the equivalent of a musical artist who's won a Pulitzer. <laughs> uh, Wait, so, Mike, did Happy Endings win any Pulitzers? Could you look that up real quick? Can we see? Uh, that's still out, I think. Okay. Still, oh, they're still voting it's on an, that Pulitzer. It's, an, it's an audit. It's an audit, so we don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is a real let's discuss Happy Endings time before yeah. we don't get <laughs> to... Let's talk about yeah. the merits of Happy Endings. I was I was genuinely surprised that... It won. I thought that, you know, we are big fans, but nobody else is, right? It was a yes. underwatch show that got canceled. Uh, something else would win Best Comedy. Happy Endings did. That's probably as far as we should go, Happy Endings. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I mean, you, you, you did it. You won uh, Best yeah. Comedy, which is crazy because, like, Parks and Rec was Because I thought that list. you would lose in the second round. And then you went all the way to the end, and we were like, okay, you won. Where to go? <laughs> Everybody is unsure of who voted for it, but it certainly did win. Yeah, but whoever can, that person as, as is. One of the people who was not actually on that episode, I can confidently say I did not make this mistake. That was not on <laughs> it's me. It's not a mistake. What, what do you, it's it's not what do you think should have won instead of the actual best comedy? Uh, I think Fleabag should have been up there. Uh, it was up Fleabag there. Was, it, it was in there. They it were all up there. Yeah. I think it got taken out in the did, first round. Did, did, it, did it lose to Happy Endings? <laughs> It might have, but all I can imagine is Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, hot off Good Kid, Mad City, right? Has another fucking record in the oven, and that oven is about to ding because that record is done, and then Kendrick Lamar is like, and he takes that album out of the oven, and we got to Pimp a Butterfly. Well, I'm hungry now. I'm hungry for some Kendrick. I just, I just want to let you know that uh, Fleabag lost against Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. That's that's so kind of everybody get off my fucking dick about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody vote at once. Can I hear a yay or nay for happy endings? Nay. nay. This is an awful way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> we are on a no. podcast. A yay or nay? You just wanted us to sound like horses. Yay! 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 These horses are naysay. Next time Mike does this, we are silent the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It is clear that Tapimpa Butterfly moves on, and don't worry, we will talk about it. Or you could just go listen to the fucking best. Yeah, we talked about it. it Like we have four entire podcasts dedicated to that album. (laughs) That's true. Through the years, yeah. Uh, We'll get the intern to compile those together and you can just listen to the master cut. Next up, your battle is TV drama, Watchmen versus movie of the decade, The Master. This is interesting. The Master, huh? You guys picked The Master, huh? 
Taylor wasn't on the movie show, and when he found out the master won, uh, he was surprised. Taylor, Taylor would have picked Sands like you have some I shit I, to talk. I no, I listen. I don't necessarily have shit to talk. I just think <laughs> he's enunciating a lot. Yeah. This is uncomfortable. Just, <laughs> that was some cocky enunciating right there. I I just don't think that the master was even Paul Thomas Anderson's best movie of the decade. Uh, so it, an interesting choice to be sure. Uh, is just all I well, will you, say about it. You're, you're uh, the Thomas Pynchon one. You're that kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. Inherent, I love it. I love an inherent vice. Inherent vice. Yeah. You know, what? I'm a little weird. I love an inherent vice. <laughs> was it Phantom Thread? Which was it that we should have done? Uh, I well, I think Phantom Thread also was better. Uh, <laughs> Not even in the discussion. Yeah, I, I think maybe The Master was his worst movie of the decade, but that's my opinion of his, his wow. filmography. Wow, my goodness. May I just say, is this too rude for me to say? I'm not my sure. My goodness. I mean, we, we, my goodness is not too rude for you to say. We, our opinions are being pilloried here. I feel I, like we're being I'm absolutely sorry. pilloried. I, I also, I like, I'm hearing, I'm, I'm hearing it's not the worst, but he still hasn't said what Anderson movie should have been. Well, fine then. Phantom Threat, I think, is... Okay. Probably yeah, his best. You could argue your whole chest. Listen, I I have a very I love almost all of his movies. The Master, maybe the only one I don't like. What don't you That's like about it, Taylor? I don't know. It just it rubbed me extremely the wrong way in every at every step. Uh, I haven't okay. revisited it since it came out, so maybe my opinion would be changed upon a revisit. It, you might want to watch it again. Famous, you did famously make famous the. Phrase pig fuck yeah, and so were you mad that you didn't get paid for that? A little bit, because I had been in negotiations and there had been some contracts f- floated, and then they just sort of changed a few things, and suddenly I was cut out. So I was a little hurt, um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Does anybody want to come to the master's defense, Greg? I think the master is an excellent movie and an excellent uh, sort of like look at American culture and by engaging with Scientology is very interesting, but I think also just looking at masculinity and about control and war veterans. Yeah. So I, I, I sandcastle humping. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Not enough movies. Talk about that. Uh, like how to pick a fight really effectively. Just put hot lights right next to people's faces. Uh, so I think master is a, a great choice. And I think how to give a solar Hiji. I would even say it's better than, Watchmen, the TV show. Whoa. I don't really think it's a competition here, guys. Um, let's just change the narrative real quick and just say, let's all admit that the master is very much better than the Watchmen TV show. And then let's move on from there. What? Yeah, maybe that we all I, touch base. Yeah. I, th- I think I, um, I think I strongly disagree. I think I've made my feelings about the master be well known. Um, and also uh, my feelings about the Watchmen TV show are well known that I I believe I said on an earlier podcast it is the single uh, best piece of art I've seen put to film in the last decade. So uh, that, uh, yeah, that's look, hard to argue. On a podcast we, we all say a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole I mean, point listen, of the podcast. Listen, sure, I say some hy- hyperbolic stuff every now and then. Uh haven't we all? I think I at one point <laughs> said if First Cow was the only movie shown in heaven, I would kill God and greet the devil in hell. Uh First Cow <laughs> First Cow was the movie it? of the year of 2020, you son of a fucking bitch. Yeah, and that, uh, again, 2020, a godless year. <laughs> <laughs> was that true? Did it win? Ca- First Probably. Cow. I think it did Cassie, win, right? Yeah. Defend Watchmen. 
I, we've talked against Ryan's besmirchings. We've talked about so much about how it did so much more than what was expected, and like the bar was on the ground. But it's a genuinely, it's an amazing show. It's visually compelling. The story's good. I, action kicks ass. Like it's got all the good parts. Whatever when you're well, making it has action, it's oh. got action. Have you heard of it? Um, <laughs> uh, action. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like it's all around a good thing, and I don't even know what the master's about. Like I can't even. It's tell got you. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. It's got Philip Seymour Hoffman, and they're both rest just in peace. acting their pants off. <laughs> and then the, the rest of the cast. You got Jesse Plemons. You got yes, Amy Adams. Yes, other people. And honestly, let's say hopefully one day, very soon, Joaquin Phoenix, rest in peace. Right. We're all hoping just, for it. I hope he dies. I, <laughs> I mean, he will on a long enough curve, Ryan. I know. Wait. Live long enough to be the hero of the master or die soon enough to be dead. Because some random podcaster is putting a fucking curse on you for some or reason. Or die having been in the Joker. Amy Adams, she's in it. It's a, it's a perfect movie. No, it's, it's, it's a very imperfect movie. But it's very good. It's very good. All right. We're going to go around the horn books. Which way are we going? Watchmen. Greg, the master. Caitlin, Watchmen. Cassie, Watchmen. Taylor, Watchmen. Ryan, the master. E- even if I got an extra vote, then it's tied. It's it's Watchmen moves on. I agree that uh, the master is better than the Watchmen. The movie of the year, boys, all agree <laughs> that the movie is the best thing that happened, but. I've been accused it's because we're old white men now. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, we're into PTA. That's why Vampire Weekend what? takes down movies. <laughs> I'm also into PTA. My favorite movie of all time is There Will Be Blood, and I don't like this movie. <laughs> okay. That okay. is a worse movie than The Master. We are going to handle this in the alley behind the studio. <laughs> and when we come back, we are pitting to pimp a butterfly up. Against, I was going to say the master because I did not fucking care about your vote up against Watchmen. And we're in the finals already. It's crazy how fast we got here. It is album of the decade, Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly versus TV drama of the decade, Watchmen. Now we need to talk and hash it out. Is this just a bunch of white people feeling guilty about stuff, Cassie? Your thoughts? (laughs) No, I mean, both, like, it's crazy how well these are matched up, because both, like, Kendrick's album is known for, like, its storytelling abilities and, like, what all it tackles, and so is Watchmen. Like, it's crazy that these actually work so well to be put against each other, and I I don't know what to do with it. To Pippa Butterfly asks the questions of, what would they say if these walls could talk? Mm -hmm. And Watchmen shows that. Yeah. Greg, thoughts? <laughs> In Watchmen, they make the walls talk. Uh, I think that I don't think it's a, a matter of like white guilt. Uh, I think it's just this uh, developed very organically. You know, Watchmen. Both of these things like blew us away. They they changed our perspective on on the mediums and on the world. Oh, so, you can do this. Yeah. Like both of them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and I thought you were questioning Greg. Oh, sorry, oh, no. <laughs> I was trying to like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so I I think that you know th- that that like sort of aftershock that struck when we when we first encountered this pop culture is a real thing, and that we're still you know experiencing it now. For me, I think that Watchmen made a bigger ultimate impression 
on me. Uh, maybe because, okay. and I think this is where it comes down to, there's, Watchmen is just the one season of the thing. You know, yeah. and I do think that that has made it a very strong contender all the way through. And To Pimp a Butterfly is just one album, but it is one of like three albums that you think of with this. Yeah, because Watchmen had to go up against True Detective and Stranger Things, where it's like, oh no, just stop, stop. Oh yeah. no, oh yeah, just no, if you didn't what did do you more? do? You did it. But I do think, because who created Watchmen? It was uh, Lindelof. Lindelof. So if we're going to put Kendrick Lamar's creative output of those 10 years, and let's put Lindelof's too, just to make it a little fair. What else did he do? I've I've been recently going and watching The Leftovers for the first time. And you guys, it's fucking really good. (laughs) Yeah, Leftovers is dope. It is. It turns out that it is. But it turns uh, out people make good art sometimes. A lot of it's like, who is telling black history? Or like, who's telling black present with black history all at the same time better? Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar or Damon Lindelof? And I sort of, I <laughs> think that's an unfair battle. That it's Kendrick Lamar. We also have like Reach too, and I don't know like which. I'm assuming Kendrick Lamar reaches more people than Watchmen did. Both are incredible, but I think Kendrick is probably more of a talking point than Watchmen. Right. And what's what's interesting, I think one is in general, people are more comfortable talking about TV and movies than they are music, but. To Pimp a Butterfly is still brought up. Watchmen, like so much of viewable media, is talked about a lot while it's going on and then vacuums out. Yeah. And uh, like Kendrick Lamar really, with both Good Kid Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly, he like made it cool to have like a hip hop like concept album, which mm. mostly before that was like, yeah, we're a prog rock trio and we've got a concept album. And it's like that, those are the dudes doing that. It's called the Holy Trinity. Put some respect <laughs> on Rush's name. And for every time that uh, Watchmen brought up the Tulsa thing, uh, there's a thing in Kendrick Lamar's album where he's like, I smell the yams or like, what the fuck is that? And like, now I'm like, like looking up Invisible Man and I'm reading yeah. books and like, I'm going back to that research and. I think it's actually more effective. I think that he's got a deep well of references. But I think that like I'm going to go back and reference or like figure out what these references references mean more in this album than I am in this TV show. It's I've made my opinion on Watchmen very known, maybe hyperbolically, um, but again, Kendrick Lamar is a a hip hop musician who won a Pulitzer Prize for music, (laughs) and that doesn't happen a lot. Like he he elevated sort of multiple art forms with his yeah. albums, and we're so stoked because Watchmen was like comic book TV show, cool. <laughs> but I think that yeah, Mike, I think we're ready. Books, you're gonna say something? Just gonna say that I think what we take from Watchmen culturally is starting the conversation about Tulsa and the history that we've covered up. But what we take from To Pippa Butterfly is actually everything about the album and its impact on culture Watchmen was like a jumping off point for a culture to recognize but you don't looking back 10 years from now I don't think much of us are going to talk about the show as much as we would to Pimp a Butterfly so it's lasting impact all right voting time and that fucking gang of dudes outside of the White House you know like even the fucking album cover is iconic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Greg vote well, I was convinced, so I will go with To Pimp a Butterfly. Caitlin, vote. I'm going with Watchmen. Ryan, vote. 
I think it's to Pimp a Butterfly. Books vote. To Pimp a Butterfly. Cassie vote. To Pimp a Butterfly. Taylor vote. To Pimp a Butterfly. Mike vote. <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly is your pop culture item of the decade. Woo. We have to burn everything else we've talked about this summer. It's the only thing we're allowed to consume from the past. It's all about the future or Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Thank you for joining us on this long journey. Look back at the history of Pop Filter and the culture we've consumed. We have one more show left, and it's mixtape, and God damn it, is it going to be great? Until then, keep listening to To Pimp a Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs>